wake up! Daddy! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Daddy! 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 You guys awake? Are you awake now? And if you are awake, are you living your life to the fullest? This is the Dad Podcast. Where we talk about our Catholic faith becoming fully alive through being a husband. And being a father. Really, through our vocation as a husband and a father. So, if you're a dad, this is your spot. Yeah, it's time. It's time to rise up. Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Iris from Seattle. And it's Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff. Hey dads, this is for you. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Ray and I are flying solo and we're talking about dad stuff, the intersection of faith and family and fatherhood. And so we're so glad that you're with us. If this is your first time, uh, that's cool. Hey, welcome. Hope you... Hope you enjoy the ride. And if you've been with us, we totally appreciate all of the love and support. Hey, Ray, we had like a thousand downloads. Isn't that cool? That's right. That's pretty rad. Thanks, Mom, for listening 500 times. Yeah, we got to send her some flowers. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, thanks, everybody, for coming on and uh and supporting and listening and um asking questions and getting involved it's awesome um here in the first part of the show ray and i always kind of just talk about um real life of fathers what's it like what's going on and uh and we usually do that with a story or two uh ray you got a story today yeah i want to talk about um my kids art they have a lot of and sometimes I have to watch myself because they work hard on something, a coloring of whatever, right? And then they present it to me, and they're all happy. And I'm like, wait, weren't you supposed to be doing your schoolwork during that time? Like, and, and you've just been doing this? Oh, so, so this I've, is this is not school-assigned art? This is no, like it's not free school-assigned time art? art? It's like doodle art okay. kind of a thing. And I'm like, hey, um... Yeah, proper uh, you know, proper place for for that, proper time for that. But anyway, I I have to also dial it down cuz I see the joy in their eyes when they present something to me. And I don't know, I, I want to ask also the audience, do you all keep your kids artwork? Is there like a special place in your <laughs> home for question. that? Great question. Great question. Um my Liliana, she's uh, 4 years old. She gave me this beautiful art and it's it's on a piece of paper, legal size piece of paper, and there's a uh, glued on there a bunch of crayons, still like fully, you know, un- unused crayons glued on there. Glued on crayons glued on, on a on piece crayons, of paper. On the a weight, piece of the weight differential on that. <laughs> That's right. There's a, a few wooden beads there, and and of course there's a, a, a used up, rolled up toilet paper, you know, roll thing that. Uh, Hasn't been thrown away. There's uh, pieces of toilet paper there as well. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Glued on that same piece of paper. Interesting. Yes. And so I, I, I kept it. And I'm like, should I keep it? She's, she's so proud of it. She's, What's she the theme it. of that art? Is there, an, is there a theme to it? Or was uh, there... The theme for it? or uh, 
there is no theme. That's the theme. There's anything uh, and everything goes. Just random. This random whatever that goes there. Yeah. Whatever she found on her desk that was just laying Interesting. around there. She glued yeah. on there. But yeah, I I, I want to keep a box, but this one is a special one because it's not just a piece of paper. It's the yeah. sculpture that's pasted on on it. Yeah. So what do you do with that? What have you What have you done with for your other kids when they do that? Um, there's a bunch that has been <laughs> filed away in the trash bin. Uh-huh. They're listening. Oh, sorry. They hey, listen. kids. I love it. <laughs> I mean, but of course I. No, it's I've, true though. You love those. You love these things. I, of course I did, but but yeah, I, there's, a, there's a lot of them. So I, I keep the really good ones. Yeah. My father-in-law actually, because uh, they're like on um, on a verge of moving, so they're packing up, they're cleaning up and stuff. Found a bunch of a bunch of uh, artwork that his kids did when they were younger and they're like oh, 40 50 years old now right wow and yeah so it's like back in 1984 it was Dude. signed by one of his sons it was a, a a pencil holder and he still has it that's cool and i'm like mm, maybe i should keep this yeah toss it in a box right here's here's what i do here's what, what i do, do, you do? <laughs> what do you do i take a picture of it yeah that's yeah. a good one and then I file that away. Yeah, and then yeah, I, like that at idea. any time we need to like see the picture. And like if it's really special, mm. print the picture. Mm. There you go. That's a good Google one. Photos. Print that photo. There it is. I like that. But how about these uh, 3D ones that my daughter gave Take me? Take a picture. Because <laughs> you're going to need that crayon. Yeah. You don't want to waste crayons. No, I don't want to waste. I hate crayons, wasting man. crayons, man. No, I want to. No, no. Have you ever read the story "The Day the Crayons Quit"? I did. Yeah, yeah this is a great story. <laughs> yeah. These cray just to set it up. These crayons so are upset. Sad. So sad. <laughs> because the the artist who is a child is using them in uh, wanton ways, just mm. just using down the the blue one, never uses the pink one, things like that. Beige is complaining, I'm beige. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. That's a good story. It we is, should break down is. some kid children's books one day. I like that idea. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, especially because you're going to have a newborn and you got to read some kid stories. What are the mm-hmm. good ones? But yeah, the art. I love it. You know, yes. uh, you want to support and nurture art because we're all artists. God That's is an right. artist. God is a that DJ. That is correct. Is he? We are the dance floor. Mm. I think that's a pink song. Is it? It's not a famous uh, St. Iris quote? I mean, that one too. Could be. <laughs> How about you, man? How you doing? What's what's going oh, on? Oh man, I'm exhausted, dude. Cause I was just cleaning the garage, mm, and yeah. similar to what your father-in-law experienced, I found a bunch of stuff in the garage. Okay. And I thought to myself, man, I really need to throw this away. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> why is this populating my garage? This doesn't need to be here. There, there's no reason to keep stuff. And uh, yeah, I realized that. You know, there's there's some sense of sentimentality. Like of course, I, I yeah. kept I kept a bunch of stuff from uh, my missionary days, right? Like mm-hmm. scrapbooks yeah, yeah. and uh, plane ticket stubs and uh, 
and all Old that shirts. kind of stuff. Old sh- no, well, all the shirts became a quilt. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 A very heavy <laughs> quilt, <laughs> giant quilt. I actually you guys gave- use that like to. We to, used like, to to warm yourselves, or is it yeah. like a, a, an art? On the it wall. used to say no. It's not on the wall. It used to like sit on our couch, and then we'd use it when oh, we we're like cool. watching movies and stuff. But it's just too heavy. Mm. Actually, the, my favorite shirts from Mission Work, I gave them all away when mm. I lived in Ghana. And so, yeah, I was like, man, I really wish I kept those shirts. I liked them, <laughs> but I gave the best ones away, um, and then had like the mediocre ones into. <laughs> into a t-shirt quilt but anyways yeah man, i'm exhausted because i'm cleaning out these cleaning out the garage and i and it brings up that interesting question right like do we do we hold on to things because of nostalgia or should we just like have like a like marie kondo that thing like say right. like hey mm-hmm. thank you thank you for the joy you've given me in that time 30 years ago time to and recycle someone else you. can use it right yeah. or give it away and, um, yeah, so I don't know. So they just remained in a box and got placed <laughs> on a shelf. Uh, so, uh, don't watch me clean a garage. It never gets done. <laughs> and I was doing it all by myself. And some people in my family were like, Hey, let me help with that. It's too heavy. You can't do that. Don't, you can't carry that. It's too heavy. And I was like, Psh, too oh, heavy. Are you kidding me? And that just made me mad. And so I just like did everything by myself. I was like, y'all go do something else. I'm going to do all this heavy stuff by myself. <laughs> you, you made sure that they knew that mm-hmm. by yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's right. I We signed up for our, our town's garage sale coming up very soon. So um, we have a bunch of stuff in, in our garage just waiting for us to hopefully sell and then maybe give away. Okay, so why don't you uh, why don't you like um, advertise a little bit? What's what's like something that <laughs> someone can get, like a special item? Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a dining table there. Oh my! It's, there's a dining table, a bunch of chairs that we don't use. So it's there, there's a whole pile in my garage, like literally a pile. I don't one false move and it just falls over our new van. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, I, oh yeah! I tried Congrats, to, you bought a new van. Yes. <laughs> so I, 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 um, this was a miracle, uh, cleaning our garage. But I didn't clean it the right way. I just like shoved everything to the side, mm-hmm. and now there's like a nice, towering bunch of objects that's about to fall down. So it's interesting because it you got like a new dining room table, but you kept the old one. I kept the old one. Yeah. Just kept it in your garage. I I wanted to just give it away, but my wife's like, "No, we can sell that and get like five bucks out of it." <laughs> but I'm like, she's oh. an entrepreneur, though. <laughs> yeah, like I'm more of like, let's just get rid of it. Yeah, at but some point, what's money? That's some yeah. But anyway, a bunch of that stuff. Yeah. Right on. Well, there you go. We're just a couple dads here. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is. Kind of this is kind of what we're, we we want to talk about in this episode. I don't know how do you transition from garage from no this way from this hoarding. way. All right, go ahead, so, man. 
So I was How do you transition? About, yeah, because because I was talking about like this nostalgia that I had yeah, from yeah. my days as a as an evangelist, as a missionary, ah, right? Okay. There I was all these that. like memorabilia and memories of me like being a missionary and spreading the gospel and uh, putting my life on the line, just like a real G. Mm. And um, yeah, and that's what we're going to talk about today, right? We're ta- gonna, we're going to talk about Pentecost. And the new evangelization and the Great Commission, aren't we, Ray? Well done, man. Well done. Yes, we are. I, and what that? What does that all mean for us dads? What does that all mean for the family, though? I'm going to read a quote here. Uh, we're recording this actually on the day of uh, Pope John Paul II's birthday. So shout out to him. Happy birthday, JP2. Pray for us. This is what he said about new, the new evangelization. For the new evangelization to be effective, it is essential to have a deep understanding of the culture of our time in which the social communications media are most influential. We talked about this with Jason Jensen. Jason Jensen. We talked about this with him. He is. And he's doing it. That guy's the man. The new evangelization in this way. Communication That's right. media, living so, it out. But let's let's break it down a little more. What do you think that means for us? This new evan- evangelization, this new call. Well, maybe maybe before that, maybe before that, let's uh, let's go back to the the gospel. Let's go back to um, this uh, the Great Commission. It's just amazing how Jesus he gathered his disciples and he said his last few words to them, and then he ascended upwards. Right. My pastor gave us this reflection about because you know he visits a lot of uh, sick people in the hospital, mm. gives them the anointing of the sick, and many times he has this experience of the you know the 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 parishioner that's asking for an anointing. Many times he gets this experience of having their last words being said to him as a priest as their pastor maybe like a message to their wife or to their husband or to their kids and he feels like he said he feels obligated he feels like there's a a sense of mission to make sure that he actually does what they ask him to do Mm. even though it's awkward to say to their kids make sure uh you know one, one of the the uh one of the the last dying wish of this man to his children and he said this to his uh, to our pastor he said make sure my kids know how important faith is to me my faith is to me make sure that they go to church wow and he's like uh how do you say that right but he 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 said during the homily for his um for his funeral he he said it and of course in a gentle way this is one of your dad's last wishes and that kind of brings me to to the time when my this is a three years ago and I'm still grieving of uh, of uh, my dad's death and we were gifted with the time to be with him during his last week there's the last few few days with us and I asked him a question I you know I asked him a lot of advice I, I'm the older brother to um, uh, to uh, Four four younger siblings of mine. I have an older sister, and I asked my dad, Dad, because I, 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 as I mentioned many times in this podcast, I have this uh, big brother syndrome, and I just kind of give advice, unwanted advice most of the I'm time. Sure, they want it. And my dad said this, and my dad said this on on his deathbed. He said, "No, they do listen to you, 
and my brother's probably listening to this now <laughs> but he said to me no they do listen to you you're their older brother but make sure you give them advice when they're asking for it mm. and but always be there because they will be asking for it and that that stuck with me i really leaned in now going back to the great commission if we if if personally if i if i have that posture of like leaning closer to the the last wishes of my father his last instructions for me how much more should i be also leaning in closer to what jesus said to us before he ascended up to heaven and that's where i i had this this reflection this thought of am i doing my part in the new evangelization am i doing my part in in this great commission that uh Jesus sets before us so i'm i'm really like digging deeper into my heart and where i am in my phase of life right now as a dad where am i leading my family yeah your immediate family and and uh your siblings and all of that yeah thanks thanks for mm-hmm. sharing that ray um yeah grief is a it's a wild thing because it's cyclical. Yeah. It's not, it's not their stages, but it's more like cycles. And every year around these kind of big anniversaries, you feel it. Um, but you know, the, you're, you're talking about this, this fruit that you've gained from your father, right? So much of, so much of his life, um, is bearing fruit in your own life. And I'm sure in your, in your siblings also, and that's, um, and that's a beautiful thing. So you, you talked about leaning in, uh, leaning into what your dad said and your dad said, Hey, don't give advice unless they ask for it, <laughs> but trust me, they're going to ask for it because of the person who you are. And then you said, lean in to what Jesus says before he leaves the earth. So let me ask you this, Ray, what does Jesus say? What did he say that we can kind of lean into and dig into? We take this from the gospel, right? Uh, I believe this was last Sunday, the Pentecost Sunday's gospel from John chapter 20. Jesus uh, came and stood in their midst and said to them, peace be with you. And when he said this, he showed them his hands and his side and the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. And as the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he said, when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. So I, you know, I, I want to highlight that whole thing of him, Jesus, saying, Peace be with you, greeting them in that, in that way. And then and he kind of sends them, he kind of gives them that blessing. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. So gives them that reflection of like remember what i did you guys were with me and you know that the father has sent me and then now the very same way i'm sending you so now he gives us that instruction of like follow me you you've seen me live and and so he kind of gives them that instructions of that and and breathes on them and gives them that blessing of the holy spirit receive the holy spirit so that's what i i i take from that and i'm i'm trying again to to dig deeper into it. What exactly does that mean for my family life? What exactly does that mean as a dad, right? Yeah. Tell you what, Ray. Um, 1995. Mm. 1995. I went to my first uh, conference. 
um, like a national conference for a youth group that we were both a part of. I had just joined a month earlier, and then I went to the national conference. It was the first one in the United States, and uh, the theme was, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. Mm, Wow, 95, huh? Yeah, and I remember that. I remember that, like... Um, I was like, whoa, we're really, we really are participating in what Jesus has done, right? He's saying like, yeah. hey, I, I did this and now you're going to do it and I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit so that you can do this thing that is so important, right? And, and that's yeah. like the, what a, what an amazing and incredible gift, that uh, Jesus says, like, I'm going to give you peace. What? How can I give you peace, right? Like, I'm going to give you the peace that the world can't give, right? Mm-hmm. The, the peace that only my spirit can give you. Like, when you have a piece of me in you, or all of me, right, residing in your heart through the Holy Spirit. And then, um, I remember, I remember that like super clearly, actually one of the Jabberwockies was also at that, um, mm. what, which, which conference was this? Was this in no, Chicago? This, this no, this the... was before Chicago. This is Palm Springs. Yeah. That was a, that was a rare one. There were bears that showed up like actual live bears. It was crazy. And, um, and the, I think the gift of that, like I really received the Holy spirit. It was like one of those. It was like one of those moments, you know, cause I could tell you, oh, that's a, that's something I totally remember. I remember the shirt that I got from yeah. that conference. <laughs> um, and, uh, I remember like, wow, this, the Holy Spirit's not just a thing I do at the sign of the cross. It's actually the third person of the Trinity that resides in my life, uh, that God gave me the spirit as a gift. And uh, if I allow the indwelling of the Spirit in my life, then I'm going to share in the works that uh, Jesus had done. Not because I'm great, but because God can do uh, amazing things through broken vessels. Do you remember how how you got there? Uh, it, you know, I, I don't I don't know how old you were during that time. Yeah, it was a road trip. It was a road trip. So it was a group of you guys. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. And then I don't know during that time were there like parental consent forms where you guys I mean of course there <laughs> there should have been like a conference fee, right? Like were you did you Yeah, like, I think there was. I think I just told my parents I'm just going to come back after the weekend. <laughs> and I just like left. I got in a van. <laughs> Stranger's van <laughs> lured by candy. <laughs> That's right. I was very impressionable. That's amazing. I'm totally going to let my kids do that. I'm going to go. just, just let them get into vans yeah. and go for week weekends away. And I got a shirt out of it. And they're just going to totally trust they're fine. As long as you got a shirt out of it, you're good. That's right. Sign nothing. Oh, no nothing. <laughs> I, was that what you were asking yes, me, actually? Exactly. exactly that. Like, what was the process? What was the thinking behind all that? Was there, like, a planning like, uh, and then now reflecting back as a father that you are now to your kids, are you going to be doing the same thing to them? I'll never, <laughs> I'll never. Let a, it was a different world back in the nineties, right? 
It's it's the nineties were wild, and I was wild in the nineties. Um, so <laughs> no one would have pegged me as a Christian. <laughs> is what I'm saying. They're surprised. They're gotcha. like shocked. Copied that. Okay, yeah. understood. Yeah, understood. Yeah, but yeah. look, the, the but Holy Spirit is is dwelling in you now because of what you uh, what you experienced during the 1994-95 conference. Yeah. But here's what's wild, right? Like you, you think about the disciples, just some random dudes, fisherman, tax collector, um, dude who sits under a tree, uh, tattoo artist. <laughs> they're just yeah. totally kidding. random dudes. Like they're not, they're not really like remarkable or people would peg them and say, Oh, those guys are, those guys are smart and talented and obviously they're going to be our leadership uh and the, the ones who we are going to base our our church on for mm-hmm. for thousands of years they're like regular people that god called and then they responded and because their heart was open and there was a desire to follow the lord god god used that and he gave peace to them and that peace resounded and they were able to give that peace to others. They were able to share it. Right. And, um, just to like quickly kind of talk about evangelization, right? The, the Greek word is euangelion. I think that's the way that you say it. Euangelion or euangelion, depending on how you do your Greek. That sounds like a a cryptocurrency or something. Oh my gosh, that's the next one. It's about (laughs) to explode. Actually, all the crypto is like falling off the face of the planet. Um, And so, uh, (laughs) sorry, sorry, I, I disrupted. Yeah, but so that word means good news. And I remember I was talking to, um, I was giving a talk to college students and, um, and kind of sharing about the experience of being a missionary. And, uh, and they were like, isn't it, it, you know, like missionaries back in the day. And these are my, my woke college students. And they, they're like, you know, they're like imposing culture. They're like, there's an imperialism to this missionary Mm -hmm. life. And I was like, okay, think about it this way. Um, when I, when my child was born, when my child was born, I put it on social media. I didn't just put it on social media, but I like blasted it and like endless amounts of pictures, my firstborn, and then all my kids even now. And then, and then I would call my friends and tell them how amazing it was and how amazing it is. And then we I'd invite them over to look at the baby. <laughs> and and I would just be like and then you know, uh I was one of the like I wasn't like the first person to have a baby in my like circle of friends, but um, I wasn't the last one. So I, it was like kind of towards the beginning of my group of friends. And I was like, look at this baby. It's, and I became like this person who talked about babies all the time. And, um, and the reason why was not because like I want everyone to have babies or I, I want to impose my beliefs of babies on people. It's because my heart was exploding with joy that I couldn't contain it, that it didn't remain here. And that's what evangelization is, right? It's this good news. It's this something that's just so peaceful 
it's so revolutionary. It's so life changing. It's so soul rocking. It's so healing. Um, it brings us to wholeness. And that's not something that we should keep to ourselves, not to force somebody to impose, but to propose a joy that says like, Hey, this, I'm not that special. Actually, this is not just for me. It's not an exclusive thing. It's actually for us. What I've experienced, the goodness I've experienced, I want you to experience that too. It's so good, right? It's like when I eat at a good restaurant, this is how I'm going to explain evangelization. When I have a burger that tastes so good and I tell all my friends, you got to eat there. It's so good. Try it. You won't regret it. And then after you eat it, tell me about it. Cause I want to relive the experience that I had through you. Right. That's, that's what evangelization is. It's, it's just this thing that's filled completely with joy and life. And we want to share that. And, and, to, and to add to that, that experience, that, uh, that great feeling is through a person in Jesus Christ. And these disciples, their, their lives were changed because of their relationship with Christ. And I want to get to know him some more, you know? Um, like you, we were in a youth group, and yeah, but there's yeah. so much more to know about him. And so in this Fatherhood Arise movement that uh, God has sparked in our hearts to to create, we want to make sure that we remind everyone, we remind ourselves as dads to get to know him, to get to know him and to have that personal relationship with with him because that's when we wake up that's when we we realize oh my gosh this is this is amazing this person is is amazing and i want to be just like him and and I, this i pray that this i pray that that's when my heart changes that's when when you know i i realize yeah how to truly live that fullness of life yeah so kind of the question that you ask, right, is, well, how do I share that with my family, right? Because that's kind of like the first place we got to go. Um, and it's, I mean, I had to, <laughs> I had to teach my kid the, um, for his first communion, I had to like teach his class because it was yeah. like online and he had to do the tests online. There's tests for first communion. Oh my gosh. And, uh, you know, that's debatable whether that should be, it should be that way. Um, but it was tough. And what I would have rather have done is shared the joy, shared the joy that I have experienced from receiving the Eucharist. Like, let me tell him all these cool Eucharist stories, right? Let me tell him like the ways that I've been transformed by, by the encounter of Jesus in the Eucharist. Right. And that could be the education. So, so there's, there's a sense of like, if you want to, if you want to pass this on or you want to do evangelization to your family, it, it can't be, I, I'm pretty convinced it can't be, Hey, go and read this. And then that's it. Right. There, there has to be a situation of encounter where you've ex encountered God and then been transformed by it. And then you got to share that, right? Like if, if my kids don't see me pray, 
If all they ever do is see me yell, if all they ever do is see me be a man, I mean, I think that's what my kids see only. (laughs) If they only see that, then they're not going to, they're going to be like, man, my dad's like, he's into Jesus, but he's never happy. Right. He never, he doesn't seem to possess that, that peace inside that he's talking about. And then he, and then he tells me to pray, but he like yells at me to do it. Right. Like there's, that's not a sense of joy. That's not the sense of the good news. Right. That if you want to lean in, right. Like I think, I think for us to do that effective witness in our families, like we got to give, we got to give what we have. And if we don't have it, we got to get it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And uh, yeah, it, it starts with that. Uh, circling back to my my uh, story, just realizing this now, that joy that I see my kids when they uh, bring up their art, bring up their drawing, bring up their their uh, yeah. their projects, little tiny projects to me. My face should be with delight, right? <laughs> I mean, that's 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 where it starts, right? Because they they're bringing that joy, and then a teachable moment of that joy in, in in reflecting the goodness of who God is in our lives. So, you know, it's think think about this, right? Yeah, yeah. Think about this. Our efforts of evangelization is like that crappy piece of art that you're <laughs> right, 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 not right. your kid but that kids make yeah, like yeah. god looks at it and be like ah oh, that's cute what am i supposed to do with this right like, like you're supposed to be doing something else right right like <laughs> weren't you supposed to be doing like effective stuff and you did that and but you know what god receives that with joy because our because we're wounded and we don't know exactly we're not proficient right like we're not strong in in the ways of the kingdom yet we're still growing just like your daughter right she she gave the best of her heart into it and she was proud of what she did and she's she's going to be able to build on that in the future mm-hmm. yeah. to do something more and and something greater you know your wife's an artist um and so she's going to follow that path, right? But our father in heaven is an artist, right? And we provide crappy pieces of art and we say, look, look, God, I did it. I did the, I brought the people to you. I did the podcast. It was awesome. And he's like, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> there, you're going to, don't worry. You're going to do more. But start there, start there and keep going there and keep practicing right, right, there. Right. And then I'm going to keep calling you and encouraging you to lean in further to hear me. And I'm going to lead you into even deeper things. You thought that was good. It was good. I'm going to show you something even better. But check this out. Yeah. Yeah. As a reminder for all the fathers, for all the parents out there, we are the the very first uh um, vision of who our heavenly Father is, right? Uh, as parents, as fathers out there, so we really encourage all to be aware of of your surroundings, be aware of what's what's happening, be aware of what uh, your children's presenting to you, and how you're reacting to that as well. Any any last thoughts, Iris, as we wrap this uh, episode up regarding evangelization, regarding the Holy Spirit, Pentecost? Yeah, I just want to encourage. Before you lead our prayer, right? Like that, um, 
everybody, Catholics in particular, are kind of bad at evangelization. Like, as if we don't know what we're doing. And um, we're steeped in a tradition that's full of courageous men and women, saints, who have led with their lives to, to evangelize, to share the gospel. Right. And the new evangelization isn't new. It's an old evangelization. It's the evangelization, right? Mm, yeah. It's, it's us, um, deciding with courage in our hearts to actually go and do what the gospel tells us to do. And, um, and I just, I just want to encourage everyone that, Hey, you know what? It's actually, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's, it's, it begins like with you, Ray, sitting with your father and leaning in and listening to his word. And if you're moved by that, if you're moved by that, if you've experienced the personal touch, then go and then do something with that. Right. We, we begin in our experience of prayer and our experience of serving the other to, to make it not about ourselves, but to make it about God and neighbor. And when we do that, we're going to be able to share something real and good in this world, not just to our kids, but to our colleagues at work, to our friends and to our neighbors and to strangers. And, um, but it begins like, let me lean in. Let me uh, have that personal relationship and then let me continue to be nourished by that. And then let me have the courage then to live that out. Right. Not just leave it um, to our, to myself, this gr- good news. This is the good news. Thanks Iris for that. So let us, uh, uh, let us pray. Let us ask God to continue to hold our hand and um, send us forth, send us out in where he wants us to go and continue to shape us and mold us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. And we reflect in Jesus' words to us uh, from the Gospel, John chapter 20. Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. And the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us, for gifting us the Holy Spirit. Continue to guide us, Lord Jesus. Mama Mary, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, that was lovely, Ray. Thank you so much for uh, leading us in prayer. Um, yeah, evangelize. Um, Pentecost, Holy Spirit, like get fired up. Let's do this. It's good stuff. Amen. There's, there's a lot of things going on, so start us off. What are you up to, man? Um, doing a lot, and you can check it out on my Instagram at called to rise. That's at called to rise, or you can check out my website called to rise.org. There's oh, you know what? We're gonna be doing some, um, some young adult um, gatherings in person. 
I'll hate in the okay. Seattle Archdiocese coming up. So uh, in the next couple months, so through the summer, and um, and I'll be speaking at one and pro- probably doing a couple other things. So um, yeah, check that out if you're in the area or make a make a plan to visit. You can find the details uh, coming up at Called to Rise. How about you, Ray? What's going on? Join us, if you haven't yet, on social media platforms that we have, Facebook, Instagram, on Twitter, at Fatherhood Arise, and just uh, keep to date with the many things that's happening. Sign up um, for to get more information on our website, actually, at uh, fatherhoodarise.com. And if you have any questions, any ideas of uh, topics, future topics that you want us to talk about here on this podcast, do email us at fatherhoodarise.com at gmail.com thanks for joining us here and uh, again if you have any ideas do let us know share those ideas and give us a nice kind comment and review as well hey Ray do you wanna do you wanna plug like what we're gonna be doing in the like an upcoming episode oh yeah sure thing I, I think you mentioned it already I, I'd love that idea of that book but also we're gonna start doing some family movies some family dad themed movies <laughs> there's a lot coming out actually there's yeah. a lot coming out this summer that's right isn't there like yeah. a kevin hart something there is i can't wait to see that. that's a tearjerker yeah. but yeah there, there's gonna be a yeah, lot of those uh there's gonna be a lot of those uh, uh reviews but should maybe maybe everyone can watch watch that movie ahead of time that's so right. that we're they're good to go for when we do this episode and what's that movie mitchell the mitchells versus the machines on netflix that's so you can it. check it out yeah it's an interesting movie it's like a dad-centric movie um so i you like can it. watch that yeah it's got some things in there, some fun yeah. things, some interesting things. So why don't you check out that movie, The Mitchells versus The Machines on Netflix, and then we're going to talk about it and some kind of Catholic themes maybe and some dad themes oh, there's, in, there. There's a few in there. Yeah, so yeah, join us. Uh, so check that out, and we'll talk more about it on our next episode. There you go. All right, man. Peace. All right. Peace. God bless.